ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? G Mac and Winnie back at you again with another awesome interview lined up today. Jack Russell. Oh, Jack Russell's great white. Great white. Uh, yeah, you'd probably know um, a couple of his songs. They they definitely played the American Music Awards in 1990. Um, Once Bitten, Twice Shy, Baby was one of their big songs. Yeah, that's definitely. Once Bitten, Twice Shy, Baby. Once Bitten, that was de- and that was uh, probably the most well known. Uh, record album that came out. Yeah, I think it went double platinum. Uh, yeah, and going to touch base with Jack, see what he's doing these days. I know he recently moved from California to Colorado. See what COVID's done to the touring for Jack Russell's Great White. I'm sure, like other artists we've had, it's been uh, not so good. Yeah, it's been a tough go because there's no performance spots yeah. for them to go to. And then hopefully we get to uh, see what he's got on the horizon. Yeah, um, and the big thing there is uh, if you get a chance, go on YouTube and check out Jack Russell, Fast Road, but you want to see the acoustic one. He's singing from his boat, and this thing sounds amazing. Um, I'm going to bring that up to him. I, I think to rock rock, rock and roll the way we knew it coming up, It like what's considered rock today is nothing like what we had. No, it's and, and, and I'm wondering, these guys have these great voices and all this stuff, like, if they go that acoustic route, I think you're going to see more people pick up on it. So, I mean, we'll touch base with him on that kind of stuff and see where he's at and how life in Colorado. Like, in this world, you can record through Zoom and all these other things. So, we'll see, you know, like if he's got anything planned for the future. But um, on the other side of the song, we'll be back with Jack Russell from Jack Russell's Great White. Just 
And we are back, GMAC and Winnie, with Jack Russell from Jack Russell's Great White. How are you today? I'm brilliant, man. How about you guys? Doing real well. How's the uh, how's the weather out in Colorado? You know, it's uh, it's great. It's cold, but sunny today. Uh, we had a little snow last night, but uh, I mean, the thing about it up here, which I love, is it it snows one minute and then the next minute it's sunny. You know, it burns us and melts it right away. So. It's really cool. I'm really uh, digging the adventure of being here. We just moved up here last November and, uh, from California, where I've been my whole life. It's quite a bit of a change, but, you know, uh, one that I think is good for the soul. Yeah, we were going to touch on that. That was actually one of our first questions we were going to kick in is, after being in California all those years, how was it to, you know, have the seasons now and be away from all the yeah. hustle and bustle, you know? You know, it's definitely a lot quieter. I mean, we live in a place called Golden, which is uh, outside of Denver. It's near the uh, Coors Brewery, uh, and it's uh, there's a lot of mountains around. And, and you know, like I look at them across off my balcony, and there's like these huge snow-covered mountains, and it just really takes your breath away, you know, and gives you time to kind of think and slow down. I mean, LA is great, you know, but it, it's just turned into a, you know, quite frankly, a shithole, you know, after, since I've been growing up there, you know, every year it gets worse and worse. There's more people. It's uh, more expensive. It's, I mean, it, it's just, you, you feel the negativity when you're walking around. Everybody's mad. Nobody, you say hello to somebody, look at you like you're going to rape them, you know? Yeah, that's it's crazy. Like, you know, just <laughs> just saying yeah. hi, you know. Right, right. It's uh, it's everybody's scared, you know. They're scared and pissed off, yeah. and that's no way for me to live, you know. And the and the seasons, yeah. So far, it's different to have a winter time. I yeah. mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not used to winter. I mean, we have California you have two seasons: summer and almost summer. <laughs> right. Know? That's that's it. So it's uh, definitely a, a little different on that end. So but, you're, uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Nice. I was going to say, uh, being up there in those mountains with the cold is it, and, and the clarity and, you know, being able to get your head right. Is it, is it helping like writing songs up there? Um, yeah, I got a new song I'm working on. It's called I'm cold. I'm so freaking cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called fuck. Somebody I'm get, cold. Somebody, <laughs> get, somebody get me a fucking jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Where's my long underwear, you asshole? No, no, it's, 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 uh, you know, I'm not used to the cold. That's the one thing that that I'm not really big on. I don't like going outside and have the wind hit me and just cut right through everything I'm wearing, go right to my my bones, and I feel my nutsack shrink up. Yeah. It's about it's about chest level, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be your next song, Where'd They Go? That's it. New, yeah, yeah, well, they haven't been there for a while. <laughs> the new Jack Russell's Great White album entitled Chest Level. Yeah. There oh, you go. That's good yeah. stuff. But, it, no, it, it's, it is nice. It's nature. It's it's definitely the absolute yeah. opposite of coming from L.A. L.A., yeah. So. Yeah, well, you know, I just, I, one thing I do miss, I miss my boat. I miss living on the water. You know, I miss, uh, I miss shark fishing, you know. Uh, but, 
I've been I've done that my whole life, and you know I've I've had so many good times on the water. I could sit there and spend weeks recounting days, you know, and 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 um, you know, times I've had with my friends out on my boats, and you know, I can always go back there and just go out on a friend's boat or something, you know, if I really feel the need to, yeah, or take a charter ship down to Mexican waters, you know, where there's still fish, right, you know, um. So it's not like it, I can't do it, you know. It's just will I, you gotcha. know? Right. Um, one you're of always, the... you're always telling yourself, yeah, you can do this and you can do that if you wanted to. But when it comes down to it, you really ever get around to it, you know? Pretty soon you're too old to do it, you know? Yeah. The longer you wait, the harder it is to do anymore, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, one of the last. Uh... We found an awesome acoustic version that you with uh, Robbie Lochner and that that you did a fast road and you were sitting on your boat singing. That was amazing. Your voice is awesome. Uh, thank you, thank you very much, man. Yeah, um, it feels really good. You know, these days it's uh it's still fire on all eight. You know, maybe on seven sometimes, but I mean, <laughs> you know, for being sixty years old, you know, I mean, it's uh I never thought I'd be singing at sixty anyway. You know, and especially as well as I can right now. And I mean that with all humility, you know, I'm just very blessed. You know, got, that God, God continues to let me use this talent he gave me so many years ago. And you've got you that, that, that powerful rock voice with that, that bluesiness to it as well. It's you're, you're firing all cylinders for sure. Thank you, my friend. I really appreciate it. Oh, you got that. Um, with all this COVID stuff, how did it affect, uh, how did it affect you like for performing and, Obviously, a lot of the gigs shut down. So, was there was there other ways that you've figured out how to do some performances, like Zooms, or are you on Cameo or any of those things like that? You know, we haven't done a show since February fourteenth of last year. You know, it's been a year. Uh, what, like a week ago? Right. You know? Yep. We've done a couple. Uh, Couple things, Robbie and myself. We did something with uh, with uh, Terry Loose, believe it or not, um, a live thing. Um, it was uh, you know on on the internet, and uh, it was like a podcast or whatever you call them. And I'm so like I'm so archaic when it comes to the internet and all that kind of stuff. I do my lyrics on a stone tablet with a chisel, <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> So I'm not too hip on everything. You know? I'm just one of those anti-technology guys. You know, I want the paper and pencil to come back. Yeah. You know, but not that I could read my own writing, but um, <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, you know, we've done a few things. We've done some Zoom videos, and I've done some other recordings. I'm, I've done some other stuff for other people, and. I'm getting ready to go in and do a track, a Clapton track for uh, my label. Awesome. Cleopatra, they want me to do this song on this uh, compilation record. So I said, all right, yeah, I'll do it, you know. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It keeps me busy. keeps the pipes working, you know. Um, And, you know, I I, I think we've got a couple of shows uh, booked for June and – as long as I can get my vaccination before then, you know, which my doctor said I should be able to, then I'm going to go. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, we'll take whatever shows we can after that, but I just want to get vaccinated first, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I can't afford, you know, to take any chances. No, I mean, you know, health health is number one, you know, moving forward. And- well, yeah, I mean, you know, I got COPD. I've got three stents in my heart. As of last January, they found uh, blockages in my heart, and they had put in three stents. I was like, man. They go, yeah, if you had one more, you would have had an open-heart surgery. Oh, boy. I was like, Whoa, are you kidding me? And I, I went in there on, on a fluke. I had a really bad fever. And a chest infection. So I went to the hospital and uh, they found some enzymes they didn't like. And they said, well, dude, we need to take some more tests. We're not really happy with these results we're finding here. I said, yeah, go ahead. You know, so they go, well, you know, we're going to have to have you go in for an angioplasty. I'm like, you kidding me? I go, all right. Well, it sounds like fun. <laughs> so we went in and I'm standing there, right? And you can see like this outline of your body and all your veins going through your body and your heart. And then all of a sudden these little wires going up through your vein. And you see this little stent going there and it pops open and opens up the blood vessel. I'm like, wow, that is so cool. <laughs> you know, you're half, in, you're half in the bag, you know what I mean? So it's like you're not really <laughs> – you're not really thinking about how heavy it is, what's going on. You know, you're like, wow, this feels great, man. Just keep pumping the water. Whatever you're pumping into me, just keep doing that. And I'll sit here and watch this all day like a movie. You know? It's like watching a Zeppelin show. Like, yeah, right? The you know, song remains the same. The heart remains the same. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, then, and then when I got done, I was like, holy crap. What just happened to me? You know, oh my God, that was like, I could have died. You know, and they said, yeah, you very could easily had a heart attack. You know, you're lucky you caught these. I was like, thank you, God, for letting me go in there for this, you know, uh, lung infection. They just happened to find these uh, blockages, Yeah. you know. So, you know, another time God's taking care of me. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what your belief systems are, but, you know, I happen to believe there's a higher power, and he, he's definitely in my life. You know, I'm not like a Bible-thumping, you know, preached everybody but you know i do have beliefs so Listen, you, you manifested in my life a lot you walked into the hospital one day for one thing for a reason so you know god took care of you yeah. somebody's watching yeah sure. absolutely man so you know i i, I feel great you know good. i'm in good shape um ready to try i did a show like what like two weeks after i got out of the hospital Oh, wow. that's awesome. That's when, we, that, that's when we did our last show. Yeah, I just had three cents put in. Two weeks later, I'm on stage. That's it's cool. like, you know, not keeping me down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so coming coming up and coming through, who were some of your favorite bands to go on tour with and hang out with? Tesla was great. White Snake was superb. Um, Badlands was great. Kicks was great. You know, uh, Michael Shanker group. I mean, Macaulay Shanker group, um, you know, the old boys, they were fun. Um, when you get Mark Turing to act normal, you know, <laughs> which is a rare day. No offense, Mark, but you're definitely a little left to center. Um, I love you though. I love you. Um, let's see. Enough's enough. Great to play with. Um, you know, we've had great experiences all across the board. Everybody you play with, Twisted Sister. Uh, we've toured with a lot of bands over the years. Kiss, you know, that was the only band I didn't have fun with. I mean, I had fun playing, but I mean, offstage, Gene Simmons was a douchebag, you know. But Paul Stanley was a sweetheart. Everybody else was great, you know, because I knew Eric Singer from before. Yeah. 
you know, and um, yeah. What lineup and, were they? What was the full? Do you remember what their lineup was at the it time? Was, it, it was it was Bruce, Eric, and uh, Paul and Gene. Yeah. No. No, it's um, and and, you're you're friends with Don Dockin as well, right? Oh yeah, Don's my real close friend. I call him Dad. He calls me son. <laughs> Did you ever you know, get, get to play with them? Since, yeah, we got to do some shows with them. Yeah, sweet. And uh, I go on every time they play, and I walk on stage with them. And every time he's at our show, he comes on stage with me. You know, it's just kind of a thing we do. We've been doing for years. You know, he'll just walk out, and I'll just walk out on him. Not like, hey, can I come play with you? No, I'm just here. Just, I just walk. I, I just walk on wherever I want. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. Grab a mic, start singing. You know. Now, now, is there, um, are there any songs out there that you like to cover, like to do a cover just for fun when you're playing? When you're doing a show or anything? Uh, yeah, we do. We do a lot of stuff. Just screw it around. We've been doing. Um, uh, after uh, Eddie Money died, we did a step in a figures. She was moving round and round and round. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Dad had a call. She loved to drive. What was that song? Shaking, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was shaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, stop being a figure. <laughs> Yeah. You Hell sing yeah, it way brother. better than I do, yeah. but I know a song you're talking about. <laughs> you should hear me when I'm warm. I just got out of bed. Uh, oh, it's early yeah, there. Yeah, we're in New York, so right. we appreciate. Yeah, yeah. We well, we understand the cold it's though. 11, it's 11:15. Oh yeah, no, you guys got it bad from what I understand. It's like right? 19 like, degrees what? here today. Like, a little chilly today. <laughs> yeah, well, let me see what it is here. I don't even know. I'm all talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hung up. We lost him. We lost. He'll be back. Yeah. Oh, he's having fun. And there he was goes. singing. Oh, we got you back now. <laughs> there you go. There Sorry. it is. Stupid, stupid me goes to check on the phone what the temperature is. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you, man, I can't. I'm not hip to technology. I'm like, oh, I'll just turn the phone off and check to see what the temperature is. <laughs> so, okay, how about it? It's cold. Yeah, that, that works. We'll do with that. Sit. That's going to have to suffice. All right. So look, looking uh, ahead, you know, hopefully things open up for everybody this year. Um, do you have any projects in your mind that you'd like to line up and, and get moving on? Another solo album, a book, anything anything along those lines? Well, yeah, we have our uh, – we did a live Zeppelin album, live at the studio, Great Zeppelin 2. Sweet. And, um, and it, it's uh, – you know, I, I don't know if you ever heard Great Zeppelin. But it was a live album we did in the studio. You can check it out on on um, YouTube, and it's just called Great Zeppelin, Great White, Great Zeppelin, and it's a whole concert live of nothing but Zeppelin songs. Oh, nice! And uh, we awesome. did it because people, you know, they're like fans are asking us to do it. Because I mean, I don't know if you've heard me do Zeppelin. I I kind of do it pretty good. Yeah. And um, this came out amazing. I mean, it even fooled me. Robert Plant even made a comment on it. He goes, he sounds more like me than I do. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. And I'm like, holy shit. I didn't even know you knew I was, you know, who I was. Oh, you know, that's awesome. I was, I was pretty surprised and just stoked at the same time. I was like, wow, that's really cool, you know. Yeah. My chest's all puffed out. Yeah, Robert Plant was talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had, a, we had a great time talking with Robbie, too, on the show. And he's nothing but, you know, great things to say about you. Uh, really cool dude. Do you, do you go on his uh, hangout much? 
when he you does know, it on I, YouTube? I've been on there one. I've been on there twice. I've been on there twice. Uh, once by myself and once with uh, um, Russ Dwarf. You know, because me and Russell are really good friends, and um, love that band. Just absolutely love that band, Killer Dwarves. You know, and um, now uh, I'll probably be going on there again for something else. But uh, you know, yeah, I, I think it's a cool show, man. I mean, you know, they're uh, they've definitely come a long way. Yeah. And in, in this day and age, you're locked. You know, again, you're locked in because you can't go out and perform it's it's another venue to just keep your keep your name out there keep your fans abreast of what's going on and you know keep your name just keep it fresh yeah you know and that's that's something that I've always had a hard time doing you know what I mean cuz I just get so caught up in in my own life that I find it hard to sit down and take that 5 or 10 minutes you know that it would take to just keep to put something out once, once a day or something, you know, for Twitter, like, you know, having a hard time taking a crap today, you know. Oh, <laughs> the next day, oh, it came out great finally, you know. I had a smile on it. You know? <laughs> Looked like artwork, you know what I mean? It, it, I just haven't, I don't, I'm not, not the kind of person that could uh, focus long enough to do that, you know. I'm just, I'm so scatterbrained. I'm all over the place, man. It's like, you know, one minute I'm, you know, working on the Mona Lisa. The next minute I'm digging a hole in the floor, you know, <laughs> searching for pirate, very pirate changer. <laughs> well, no, you'll have a podcast no, you, promoting you here in a, you know, today. So absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, we're, we're, well, see, I let, I let you guys do the work for me. Yeah. This, we have no problem doing that for our you. Our pleasure. <laughs> It's it's easy to talk, you know, because I mean, I, this is it's easy to talk about my favorite subject, which would be me. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> oh, man. something I know a lot, something I know a little about, anyway. There you, know? you go. Yeah, um, a couple of weeks ago, we interviewed Stephen Piercy, and I asked him this question. I'm going to ask it to you. What What do you think helps bring rock and roll back? Not that it ever left, but. Today's kids, like trying to tell my kids, I grew up in the 80s, trying to tell my kids this is how it was. Like what makes the, the, the youth today recapture that rock and roll? What do you think helps bring that back to the regain traction? You know, I, I just think that the music is so good and undeniably good that people are hearing it. And no matter what age or what generation you come from, it's just an automatic attraction. I mean, everybody wants to be unencumbered and free from all the crap, you know? And I think any other kind of music does not really have that effect on people. The music of the 80s and the 70s, there was something about it, you know what I mean? That was just, it was about hedonism and about rebelliousness and, you know, just enjoying life and, you know, saying, screw everybody, I'm going to have a good time and enjoy myself while I'm here, you know? Right, and I think it's not captured in any other, uh, you know, decades of music. I think that was the only ones that really captured that spirit, you know. And rock and roll should be about that. It should be about angst and and you know, like I said, rebelliousness and and just wanting to party, you know. To borrow a really overused quote from a song that I think is kind of subpar. But, you know, people will probably stone me for saying this, but, you know, rock and roll all night long and party every day, you know, <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of the anthem, you know, that we, we grew up by, you know, 
I mean, not that that song is like one of my top 10 hits, but I mean, you know, it kind of said, said what we were all thinking and what we were all about, you know? That answers it pretty well there. What do you do with yourself in your spare time when you're not doing music or freezing your balls off in Colorado currently? (laughs) (laughs) I'll warm my balls up. There you go. (laughs) Um, You know, I sit around and warm my balls. Um, Let's see. You know, not too much really. I mean, it's pretty kind of an indoor sport these days with the COVID, you know? Um, you kind of don't want to go anywhere and you're afraid to go visit people. You know, you got to wear a freaking mask everywhere you go. I mean, it's just, it's a drag to go out. I mean, you got this thing on your face. You feel like you're going to suffocate. You know, everybody's looking at you like you got lobsters crawling out of your ears. You know, don't touch me. Don't come near me. You know, and, uh, it's really, there's nothing to do except wait. You know, so you end up watching a lot of TV and, you know, I'm not like I'm going to go out to dinner somewhere, you know. Right. And sit outside, you know, <laughs> 32 degrees. You know, I'll have the uh, ice hamburgers, you know. Yeah. Not that I could eat, not that I could eat one of those if I wanted to, um, you know, but uh, it's, uh, there's really not much. I mean, I'm working on tunes, of course. Cool. You know, trying to take some time doing that and. You know, just getting our new place together, you know, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with all my records and shit. I got them all boxed up and they're leaning against the wall here. It's like you're not supposed to put any holes in the wall where we're at, (laughs) you know. And it's like, well, these are going to require some pretty big freaking holes. (laughs) I got like a... I, well, I got like a bunch of my records in one big plaque, you know. I yeah. moved them all into one big plaque with a drop shadow box with a bunch of old lyrics I found. The original lyrics are like Save Your Love and Rock Me. Oh, that's sweet. I have them all sliced up and they're cut and they're put inside the shadow box, you know. And uh, so that weighs about 20 pounds, you know, or more. And, you know, so it's like, well, I got to see if one of those, those command things, you know, those stretch and hold deals, yeah. whether or not they can, you know, accommodate that kind of weight, you know, but we'll see. There's still, like I said, we're still in the process of getting it all together, you know, still waiting on some furniture from the uh, furniture company, you know, so it's all just hanging it's a process that seems to never, ever want to end. Yeah, right. It'll, it'll be all get here by the time we're ready to move out. There you, you know, go. Our house. <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay, let's move it. So you're in like a temporary spot where your house is being built or whatever? Can You could say that. Yeah, kind of sort of without getting into all the sort of details. Yeah. yeah. Cool. This is stopover like the Twilight Zone, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you're going to be in that cold weather, you got to take up snowmobiling or something. Something that keeps you yeah, alive a, and moving. A good idea. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, 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 I never got into winter sports because I hate the cold, but I guess I just got to, you know, kind of uh, accl- acclimate myself to, uh, you know, where I'm living and uh, start, you know, reaching out and stretching my boundaries here instead of, you know, water skiing. I should learn how to snow ski. I just hate those big sticks that grow out of the ground. I think they call them trees. <laughs> yeah. you know? We don't have many of those in L.A., you know? No. <laughs> you, if you, you usually see something sticking out of the ground. It's got telephone wires on it. You yeah, know? no shit. 
So if you oh, could, yeah. uh, if you could go out on on one big tour in fantasy booking, Aerosmith, you Aerosmith, and who else? You got to give me a third act. Um. Oh gosh, let me see. Uh, Killer Doors. Okay. I was going to ask. I love Russ so much. That's. Cool. <laughs> I was going to pile on that and say, in what city? Because who has the hottest women? Yeah, you got to. <laughs> do you have a favorite a favorite oh, venue? Oh God, I mean L.A. is. I mean, you know, oh, come on, California girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's because they're from everywhere. You know, I mean, it's like everybody. There's so many imports. You know, you got a favorite um, little natives, hole in the wall. Uh, um, uh, there's a place. Well. Used to be a place. It was called Fat Face Fenner's Balloon. Um, they had like the best nachos. I mean, it was like <laughs> they used like two types of cheese, and they put like sour cream. I mean, not, not sour cream, but chives on top of it, and it was amazing. I mean, the green onions, you know, yeah, yep, yep. and it just was. They were just rocking. And um and I don't really like nachos. I just don't what I don't like is the fake cheese. You know, that the kind of cheese in the can cheese. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Cheese whiz. I'm not I'm yeah, I'm not into that. The kind of cheese they melt on those things, you know. I mean it's not even cheese. Um, but this is a place that was real cheese. I mean it wasn't that processed stuff. And um they had great burgers, they had like, you know, um it was a great place, and we used to sit there. We, that's where everybody got fired in the band. If you showed up, <laughs> oh, if you showed up there, and it was just me and my manager, yeah, you knew you were fucked. <laughs> I mean, you, you just knew you were getting your, your fucking pink slip, you know. Uh, so it, yeah, it was a bad, it was a bad place to be invited to if you end up showing up by yourself. You know? That's the mob. The um, mob guy sending for you. <laughs> It's over. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like getting kissed on each cheek, you know. Yep. <laughs> Fredo, how could you you broke my heart? <laughs> have you uh, <laughs> did you did you guys ever play have you ever played the chance in Poughkeepsie? Poughkeepsie, New oh, York. Of course. Yeah. Of that, course. That's only we about forty sh- forty minutes from us and that that's our, our perfect little venue. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, there, there's if you talk about venues, there's like little dives in LA that we played that we loved, you know, like, I mean, I'm not saying the whiskey is a dive, but it's not, you know, a freaking, you know, amphitheater or anything, right. but I mean, it's got, it's got history. I mean, hell, everybody's played there, you know, the doors, I mean, you name it, you know, played there. And, uh, so, you know, we like to play there on occasion. It's still fun, you know, all, all the fans come out and like I said it's a landmark you know it's always been there I think uh, God help us all it always will be you know yeah. we're looking forward to getting back and playing there we haven't been there for a while we are supposed to be there uh, well now last year we had to cancel get there on one of our first stops we just want people to quit you know after the more people get vaccinated you know what I mean stop being afraid to go out you know yeah, I mean that it's hitting a performance worse than anything. Whether you're in a play, you're stand-up comedian, oh, you're a musician, yeah, right. whatever. Whether, well, whether you're working at a venue, you know, I mean, right. the promoters, the club owners, the bartenders, the backline people. You know, you you, you got to think. Oh, where the dominoes fall? I mean, people don't usually they just think of the bands. You know, they don't think about all the other people behind it. I mean, how many venues have closed their doors? 
in the last year. Yeah, that's we've that's lost sad. you know thousands of places that you know people used to go hang and call their you know their place you know right and um they just couldn't keep their doors open any longer. It's really sad, you know. It's really sad. We've lost a lot of venues that were you know um, classic rock venues. Yeah. You know they were uh, you know. I don't know. They were just legendary, you know, some of the places, you know, and to think about that, you know, is really, really, really drives home the point of how serious this whole thing is, you know, yeah. and how important it is to, uh, you know, take precautions and, and not just for yourself, but for everybody else, you know, and for, uh, you know, the fact that we're trying to end this thing and get it over with, you know, I mean, it's never going to be done that people don't take precautions and it all starts with one person, you know, though I, you know, it's just me. I don't need to wear my mask. It's like, no, dude, you need to fucking put on your mask. Yeah. You yep. know, whether you believe in this, so many people, I don't believe in COVID. I think it's all government plot and it's all bullshit. And it's all, it's like, well, whether it is or not, Put your fucking mask on, you know. Shut your fucking mouth. Deal with it. You know? Well, Winnie yeah, had it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had it. I had it yeah, in the well, beginning of know, January. Hey, my cousin had it. You know, my cousin had it. My agent had it. You know. Well, I'm glad you're okay, dude. Yeah, How thanks, bad man. was it? It was uh, about 16 days total from beginning to end. In the middle, the middle six, I had uh, Fevers from 101 to 103 for six consecutive days before it finally broke. It sucked. It Man. was not cool. Yeah, not feeling good at all. Like, no. don't want to eat, don't want to do anything. Not, not a damn thing. It will, you, change your, you get up, take a shower, and change your clothes only because you sweat through the last set you had on. <laughs> and then it was back right. to bed. I mean, it was it was rough. But, yeah, it's you're right. People don't. They, they, it's always that not me mentality. It's not going to happen to me. Well, it can happen to anybody. So you got to well, you got to sure. you got to do it for yourself and for the next person to wear that mask and and do things right. Well, that's right. You know what I mean, I mean, just because you don't feel sick doesn't mean you're not carrying it. True. You know, I know people that got it and all they had was they just felt like they lost a little bit of sensation of taste and smell. That was it. Yeah. You know, well, their well, their brother or their wife or you know got just you know almost nudging death. You know, yeah. so you just don't know how it's going to affect each person. You know, yeah. And for myself, with you know uh, health problems already, you know, I mean, especially COPD, you know, um, that's not good. No. So my doctors say if I get it, I might not make it out. You know. Right. So it's like, well, it's you know, it's better be careful. You know. Shit, yeah. I don't think it's my time to go yet, you know. No, you I'm still sure have some more stuff to do for us. I'm sure the, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. the other band be like, yeah, come on, man. He's on the edge of death right now. Let's <laughs> push him over the cliff. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I, I hope a year from now we're doing the same thing, having another podcast with you, and we're talking about how the second half of 2021 ended up being – a good successful one where everybody was oh, able to yeah. get the fuck back out there and do the things. You I hope he ends up playing the chance and we get to go over there fuck and see yeah. him. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No kidding, man. Well, you know, we're going to play wherever they ask us to play. You know, we've got a handful of offers and, you know, um, it's just people are, you know, there's not a ton of offers because there's people are afraid that nobody's going to show up because yeah. of the COVID. Right. 
or or venues have been closed down and they're not legally able to open up you know yeah, right so it's uh you know it, it's it's uh by state by county whatever i guess kind of thing you know uh, everybody's got their different laws and, and whatnot so we'll just got to wait and see but yeah i can't wait to start playing again i mean it's been a year that's yeah. i'm like man it's a year of my life that's gone by and i didn't do a damn thing yeah. i just basically sat around and watched tv <laughs> you know for the most part it, you know what a waste things. i mean i'm not getting any younger here it's like i don't want to waste a year of my life doing nothing Plus, it probably yeah. uh, cuts down on your income streams, right? I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sure you get royalties, but how much yeah. of that, you know? Yeah, no, it, you know, it really hurts the wallet, you know? I mean, not like any of us are really rich. I mean, I mean, most of us, you know, from the 80s were, you know, really stupid with our money. I mean, I know everybody in Gray White was, you know? Um, you know, and... and to be off work this long has really been hard, you know. I mean, it's you know, I've probably been luckier than most, smarter than most, maybe a little bit, maybe more luck than smart than brains. But um, you know, I'm okay. I mean, you know, but you know, it would be nice to get back to work again to build up the coffers, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's uh, fortunately the rainy day stash is you know been taking care of me. When you guys got the gig to be on the American Music Awards, how did that help your exposure? Well, obviously, you know, it's a hugely watched television show. You know, I mean, it was, especially at the time, it was really popular, you know, and rock was, that's when rock ruled the world, you know. It wasn't all about rap and hip-hop and all this other stupid-ass crap they're pushing now, you know. I, I don't even understand, you know. I feel like my parents... All these damn kids today. What is all that noise they're listening? You know what I mean? Right. And, but I mean, I, I I guess you know, it's everybody. You know, it's all valid. It's all music, and I can't I can't say that you know any anybody's music isn't valid. I mean, it's all art, and you know, either you like it or you don't. And everybody's entitled to their own taste, so I shouldn't be bagging on it. It's just my not my cup of tea. Right. You know, I prefer my my music with some balls. You know, um, and but it was huge. I mean, it was definitely huge. That kind of those kind of shows were you know huge for us. And you know, it was cool. It was fun because I got to sing live with a band played to a, a tape. You know, a recording they played to a, a track. Right. You know, which we had which we had recorded. And you always do that. You, you you have versions of the song mixed without the vocals, you know what I mean? So you can go out and do shows like that that want the singer to be live, but the band to be, you know, on record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, so that one I got to sing live, and it was really cool because, you know, a lot of those TV shows, that's what we did. You know, and uh, I really had a good night. I had a really good performance. You know, and uh, I was very proud of that night. It was a lot of fun. Now, along the lines of performances, is there any one show in your mind that stands out that, like, that was that was the night you had the great, that was, like, one of them great performances? You just felt like a king coming off stage? Um, God, there's been a bunch of them. The Forum in L.A., Irvine Meadows in uh, Southern California. 
Rosemont Horizon. Yeah, that was great. Um, Tinley Park in, in, in Dallas. Um, you know, there's so many great venues. I mean, you know, um, that we just had amazing. Oh, Cobo Hall. That was oh, great. Detroit. Cobo yeah. yeah. Detroit. Yeah, that's what I meant. Joe Lewis in Detroit and Cobo in Detroit. Yeah. So that when was you, an amazing gig. Like the bigger the venue, the more you got pumped up for that performance. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know what though? You know, I've we've had shows on smaller stages that have been like that too. You know, I mean, you know, one two thousand people it just felt like you know twenty thousand. You know, or a room of five hundred. You know, feels like you know ten thousand. Yeah. You know, it's just it, it it all just depends on how well the band plays and how the audience reacts. You know. If you've got nothing but smiles and hands in the air, you know it's it's you know it's there's no more there's no more gratifying feeling in the world. You know, it's uh it's it's just amazing. I mean, I I my my job is is such a wonder to me. You know how I was able to you know live this life. You know, and it's everything that I planned when I was a kid. I knew that this was going to be my life. I mean, I didn't think it. I didn't wish, hope, dream, pray. I mean, I knew what I was going to be when I was a little kid. I was given this vision of what my life was going to be. I know it sounds crazy, and that's fine. You you know, think whatever you want, whoever's listening. But the fact is that I knew as a child what my life was going to be. And um, so I never worried about it. I just was like, okay, when? You know, not if. It was like, when is this going to happen? Well, you, you willed know? it into existence, right? Well, pretty much, yeah. Manifest destiny, you know. Yeah. Um, I do have attraction, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) I do have one one last venue question. Uh, Our town hosted Woodstock '94. You guys were pretty much at your height around then. Is there any reason you guys didn't play that show that you know of? Um, probably weren't invited. Really. Might have had something else on the books, you know. Yeah, you know, might have been had another another show. You know, what I mean, and, and you don't just like you know change horses in midstream. You know, right? That's a no no. You know, you go can we're going to cancel that and take this bigger show. Right. You know, that's just like you don't do that. You know, play your commitments. That leaves a bad taste in promoters' mouths. Not to mention it's uncool to the fans. You know. Yep. Definitely. Well, listen, Jack. We have. Actually, have an absolute blast. Um, we hope again that you'll come on down the road once things open up and you're back out doing what you do. Yeah, anytime, man. It's been a real pleasure. And for sure, we are everybody's looking forward to live performances and getting to hear that that powerful voice out there again, singing some good tunes. So, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate both of you guys, man. Our pleasure, brother. Yeah, it was we our hope- pleasure, man. We uh, we appreciate you taking your time today. And we hope you have a great uh, rest George, of the Sunday. Thank Keep- you, George. Thank you, Highland. I appreciate you both. And, uh, you know, God bless you, man. And you as well. Alive, brothers. You as well, Jack. Have All a great right, rest of the day. Wonderful- yeah, have a wonderful day and, uh, and enjoy the what's left of the weekend. Hell yeah. Thanks, buddy. Have Thanks, a great one, man. Thank you. you. Right. God bless everybody out there. You got All it. Right. Thank you. Bye bye. Yo, good, good, good time. Yeah. Dude, we got a funny we got a, as hell. Funny guy, and we got him this. He sang Eddie Money. He did. He sang Eddie Money on our podcast. He did. So, and I sang with him. You did. <laughs>
So George sang with Jack Russell an Eddie Money song on our show. Yeah, and I definitely like that uh, Fast Road song. Yeah. So when you sign us off, we're just going to finish with Fast Road. Okay. I feel you can hear talking to him in his voice that disappointment that he's not out there performing. You can tell he's going, you know, some level of stir crazy. Being locked up and not being able to do the thing he loves well, to you, do. You got to you got to figure. A lot of these guys, these these, these musicians, it's go go go, yeah. and then they stop for a minute, and then it's go go go. Well, there's nowhere to go right now. It's no your, you, it's like you're stalled out for a year now. Yeah. So we go crazy when we're stalled out for a week. Imagine yeah. a year. You know what I mean? Like they can't even perform. Like what can they do? Yeah. And that's why I asked a question. Like now you're up there in the mountains and you got some clarity and you're kind of you know, is this, is it a good environment to write new songs in? Because like, you know, Stephen Piercy was telling us, Hey man, I, I, I can't, I, I'm going crazy. I just yeah. got to keep putting new stuff out. So. And like, again, if he's, you know, he admits self-admittedly, he's not tech savvy. Right. So, you know, you know, Stephen's a little more with that, but more so than that, you know, Eric's with him. And, right, and they're getting their stuff out digitally. And Robbie's got his show, and they're doing what they can do. Right, but he's isolated from them now. But he's isolated now, yeah. And so. it's it's got to be tough, but I tell you, he sounds positive. Uh, I think once they open up and he gets back out on tour. Listen, for a guy with at 60 with COPD. You'll hear it on this song, I'm telling you. His fucking voice is amazing. That acoustic version yeah. of that song yeah. blows me away. No, like, it, it's It's an amazing job there. So take us home, buddy, and we'll we'll finish up with his song. Yeah, let's send with that for Jack Russell and G Mac. This is Winnie with the Outlaw Blitz Interview Podcast. And as always, take it deep and take us out. Amazing.